0: This is Steve from On The Vertigo, and you are joining On The Vertigo Show. Thank you for joining us today for this broadcast. Um, as you know, I'm Steve with On The Vertigo. If you don't know my story, you can find out more about me online, um, onthevertigo.org. But I'd like to introduce as my co-host today... This lady will come to your house and she will dig through your trash. Your trash one day, and the next day she'll bake you the best banana bread you've ever had in your life. So, introducing my co-host, the one, the only Adrian Smith from South Carolina. Say hi, Adrian.
1: Hi guys. Thank you for having me.
0: Of course, you look beautiful as always. Oh, um, thank her, you. Her sign in the back, will, in the background, is representing nears worldwide. But there's a no reason that it's decorated, and we'll get to that in a minute. I'd also like to introduce our producer and director, Dizzy, DJ D, in the house.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What's up, everybody?
0: Dave, tell everybody how they can find us on social media really quick.
2: You can find us on YouTube as a video show, and you can find us on Podbean Searchable as an audio podcast and on iHeartRadio. And so Podbean, iHeartRadio, Facebook, Maneer's On The Vertigo page, and YouTube, the On The Vertigo channel.
0: And Instagram at On The Vertigo. Correct. So this is the first for our show, you guys, and I am super, super pumped because we are having our first special guest. And this is someone who has made a huge impact on me. And I got kind of a man crush on this guy. So <laughs> we got a little bromance going. From Calgary, Canada. Originally, I think from Columbia. Is that correct? Correct. Correct. From Columbia. Lives in Calgary, Canada now. I need to introduce to you the founder of Find Your Chappiness. And he'll tell you how to find that later. But this is my really good friend, Johan the chappiness guy, and we call him Chappie. So I'd love to welcome Chappie to the show today. Give it up.
3: Hey, what's up? Ah, what's <laughs> happening,
0: guys? <laughs> How are you, Chappie?
3: All good, all good.
0: Okay, so we've never had a guest on, so this is going to be interesting with four of us. So we will be focused on you today, Chappie, so you just follow along, and we all have some games for you and some questions, and it's going to be a riot, maybe a little
3: I know your original guess was supposed to be Thor, but he's saving the universe. So here I am. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's right. That's right. So Chappie, <laughs> why don't you give us a little rundown on your vestibular disorder um, when you were diagnosed, how you found out you had it, um, and just get, you know, this is the same stuff we do. You got to describe who you are and what's wrong with you. So go ahead and give us a rundown on your... Vestibular disorder and your diagnosis, and give us a little background on, on you and yourself and what you do. All
3: right, Tim. So um, as Steve mentioned, um, I'm the creator of Pioneer Chappiness. I'm 36 year old. i um, a husband. i um, the father of a beautiful son. He's turning 16 this year in September, <clears throat> and I am the proud owner of four. Little but beautiful dogs. well, I call them little, but they are they are <laughs> 95 pounds so uh, <laughs> so um, so that's a little bit about me. In 2018, I thought I was living on top of the world. I was living the, the best life ever. I was traveling, I just bought a house, I was making plans to get married. I was living a fantastic life. And one night out of the ordinary like it was, it was a regular night like every other night, I went to bed, this was April 18, 2018.
0: Well, you I know the exact go- date. You know the exact date. Oh
3: yeah, you, you, you will never forget that. You, cool. And I'm sure I'm sure Steve also remembers the day that, uh, that he first experienced his symptoms. But um, I went to bed, I was watching a movie with my wife. We were eating ice cream and I went to bed, I fell asleep. And then I got up around three in the morning And the whole world was spinning, like everything was spinning really fast. So for a a minute there, I was confused. I'm like, what's going on? So I tried to sit up, but I couldn't. I felt like the bed was just going in circles. So I woke my wife up and I'm like, wake up. I I think I'm having a stroke. Like I I, I think I gotta go to the hospital right away. Um, Long story short, take me to the hospital. We go through emergency. The doctors run a bunch of tests. And one of the doctors from the emergency room says, you are having a vertigo attack and it's a migraine-induced vertigo attack. And I'm like, but I don't have a headache. Like, I'm a, yeah. I don't have a migraine. And he's like, no, it's a misconception that migraines oh, are headaches. Head. Um, headaches are a symptom of a migraine, <clears throat> but migraine is not a headache. So you're having vertigo induced by migraine. Well, guys, it's been since we're now in 2022, so it's been almost four years um since i've been living with this condition and yeah it's uh it's it's something that changes your life sometimes for the better sometimes for the worse. i've been able to manage the symptoms i've been able to do a lot of things i've been able to inspire a lot of people meet a lot of amazing friends like you guys and uh, and my story is ongoing i'm hoping to uh to continue improving
0: well thanks for sharing that um what year was that, 2000?
3: I, I, made a, I made an error at the beginning. I said 2018, sorry, that was 2019. April 18, 2019.
0: Okay, what's your official diagnosis? Is it vestibular migraine, BPPV, Meniere's? What, do you, what, what, what are you lucky enough to have?
3: By a neurologist, I was diagnosed with uh, vestibular migraines and triple PD. So for the people that are not familiar with the, with the word triple PD, it's basically constant dizziness. You, you, you live in a state of dizziness, 24, seven hours of your day. And that can be triggered by vestibular migraines, by Meniere's disease. It could be triggered by BPPV, which are the little crystals in your ear that come dislodge. It could be triggered by stress, by hormones. Many things could trigger triple PD.
0: Yes, I agree. And um, Adrian has been diagnosed with Meniere's disease and VM also, vestibular migraine. And she has a shitload of other issues that we won't go into <clears throat> right now because it would take over an hour for her to describe all the things wrong with her, but she's still up and moving. And one of the things I respect about you, Chappie, is that you've taken it upon yourself to start a YouTube channel and you interview guests. And uh, it's called Find Your Chappiness, and you can find it on YouTube. And I've been a guest on your show once, twice, I think. I think I've been a yes, guest. Yes, a
2: couple of times. It's Twice.
0: And yes, you, it, you were the very first show I did when um, um, for the public, and I was super nervous that day, but you made it so comfortable. So thank you for joining us and being our very first guest, because when we decided to have a guest, all three of us, it was unanimous. Wasn't even a call. Well, four was number one, but you were a close two. <laughs> all right, well, let's get this you. show started. Um, we're going to ask you some questions here. I got a little bit of trivia for you. Sure. Can can I um can I go for a minute?
1: <laughs> Hit it, Adrian. Hit it. Estoy emocionado. Gracias por estar aquí. Ooh. Ah, muy bien. Hablas no es español, muy bien. Ah, ya. Yeah. Oh. Mucho, mucho, gusto. Me mucho gusto. gusto. Me llama en español, Adriana.
2: Adriana,
1: see. Sí. Uh, admin for Meneers Worldwide, Meneers Worldwide Chappie Fan Club. Oh, there
2: you go. <laughs> hey, I can count to ten in Spanish. Is that cool? Oh, there you go. <laughs>
1: you
3: know, I mean,
2: all of us watched Sesame Street growing up, so yeah. Steve can only say dos cervezas. That's it. That's yeah, all you that's need to cerveza. know. Steve, I dos have
1: cerveza. a fan of yours here as well. And here she comes!
2: Oh my! Here
1: she comes right. oh my! Barbie! like the Daisy Dukes! So there she is, and she can twerk. Ooh! So I made her just for you, Steve.
0: Oh, uh, you gotta hang on to her for me. I okay, love she's
1: that. gonna go over here now.
2: Okay. Is this a family show? As I'm not sure.
1: And to start the game. <laughs> There oh go. oh there you go <laughs> Representing.
0: presenting. So we'd like yes. to thank you. We wanted to thank you for sponsoring a hole at our golf tournament last year. Of spring.
2: course. And Definitely. Had,
0: that was your sign that was on the hole. So it, that I don't know what hole it was. It wasn't Adrian's hole. It was uh <laughs> um anyway. So you're originally from Colombia, correct? I
3: am, yes, sir.
0: Okay, and you're fluent in Spanish, correct? See? So how first question how often do you get to hang out with Shakira? Oh. oh. That
3: uh, I would love to but I don't think my wife will be too happy. So oh. so that that's a forbidden friendship.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know if you knew her or not. You're both from Colombia and I love Shakira. I, so
3: I actually fun fact, I don't know if you guys knew, I used to be a musician. I have music videos and everything like I used to be oh, a I yeah. used to be a musician in the past. Yes.
0: That's something that um, that's probably buried way back in my messages, Chappie. But w- you need to email or text Dave and Adrian that those videos because it you guys will freak out. It's like professional <laughs> boy band shit. It's, it's yeah, yeah. It's awesome. It's really the Colombian
2: Backstreet Boys.
0: Yes, that's right. The <laughs> Colombian Backstreet Boys. So later I just want to
2: see the pictures of you hanging out with Shakira backstage, Chappie. That's all I'm concerned uh, about. Like where that. are those? Bring those videos out.
0: He covered. He covered that. So one thing I wanted to tell you, Chappie, is you have the right to remain silent, if you want, because everything you say will be held against you in a court of law. So let's move on with more questions.
3: I plead the beef.
0: Okay, my my favorite team, what happened this week? The Colorado Avalanche took home the Stanley Cup. So... What is is this a surprise to you? You live in Canada. I'm sure you're pissed because you're Canadian and it's your sport and we won. So
3: you you know what? I, I'm I'm not surprised. You uh the states usually has elite athletes for most sports, whether it is by nature or because you guys are cheaters and take away from us.
0: <laughs> but uh well, I'm but... gonna go with cheaters.
3: I <laughs> uh, no, congratulations. I'm, I'm very, very happy for you guys, very proud of you. I even though Hockey is a big sport here in Canada. I'm more of a fan of lacrosse. I, yeah. I I go with my wife and my son to all the lacrosse games, and I actually wear this helmet to the lacrosse
0: games. I've seen the pictures, and my son played lacrosse in high school. He was a goalie, so nice. we are, we're, we're we're way into we are way into lacrosse also. But I'm going to go back to hockey just to mess with you. Sure. What was the last Canadian team to win the Stanley Cup? Ooh, that's
3: gonna. Probably be between
0: the I'm gonna Canucks. Like, I'm going to say only so, like one team can actually win it, so it's not between two teams. Pick one. No, I know, but, but I,
2: the two do. I two have teams, a guess. I have a guess was, in this, is, too.
0: Chappie goes first. What's your yeah, guess he can point?
2: go first, but I think I got it.
0: I'm going to say the Canucks. That's what I thought. <sniffs> but <Man. you're> wrong. <laughs> I'm going to say Toronto Maple Leafs. And incorrect. Also, Adrian is oh, shit about sports, so I'm not even bring her in on this. Oh, no, 1993, really? the Canadians won. That was the last one. Oh, wow! Next question: When's the last time that your Calgary Flames won the cup?
3: Oof, yeah, that's a tough one because I don't follow them, but I'm gonna say oh. somewhere in the early 2000s. 1988,
0: 89. <laughs>
3: oh wow dang yeah the, the calgary flames are not
0: yeah that was back when motley crew was popular so you know that was old Ooh. okay that was your hockey i got you know you know that um dave and i and adrian even or we're movie buffs right you've seen our, us do movie spoofs and stuff like that we like movies i've and,
3: seen
0: you, you guys do some old school movies like especially back to the future yes yep yep so nice um in that vein, I'm going to give you an 80s movie trivia question, and I'm not sure how well you're going to do at this. Dave might do okay. Adrian might do okay, but Chappie gets first shot. Kenny Loggins. Okay. We're all familiar <laughs> with Kenny Loggins. He uh, does the, the, the title track to Top Gun, which is one of my all-time favorites, and they reused it in Maverick, and they started the movie again with Kenny Loggins' um, Danger Zone. But mm. in the eighties, he made his living by having other title tracks to movies. So I'm looking for three other movies from the eighties where Kenny oh. Loggins had the title track song. Oh my God. If you don't know, just say you don't know. Hi, Buzz. Okay. Adrian wants to go second. Go ahead, Adrian. What do you got?
1: I knew he did a series of movies, The Gambler.
0: Nope. That, I don't <laughs> care about that. I'm looking for <laughs> three I'm looking for popular movies I that people did. Fucked. <laughs> that's right all right you got anything else adrian no come Dave.
2: on i'm i'm kind of disappointed adrian caddy shack
0: caddy shack um footloose footloose he wrote footloose. that song uh, one, one more it's a little tougher to get but there's one more i'm looking for
2: i'm gonna say the great outdoors <laughs>
0: I love I loved John Candy and Dan Aykroyd and The Great Outdoors. Anyway, no. Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, no way. So there's our movie trivia. And you guys all failed. But that's okay. yeah.
2: I got I blame, two. I got two. I'm happy with that.
0: <laughs> I blame technical difficulties. <laughs> all right. You have a 16-year-old son, Chappy?
3: He's turning 16. Yes, sir.
0: So are you, you're familiar with Harry Potter, correct?
3: Yeah, oh, don't even ask me,
0: but yes. I'm Pot- of the rings. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. What was yeah, Harry Potter's owl's yeah. name? He has a pet Ooh. owl. What's his name? I know you've uh, your son.
3: I heard this one. Hard in the tip of my tongue, but I can't remember the, the exact name, but, I, but I, I know I've seen it in the movie. I just can't remember it.
0: Hedwig. Hey, oh, okay. Mm. Now it comes back. So I wanted you to do something really quick for me, Chappie, and just say my name three times in a row, because everybody <laughs> that knows you and has watched me on your show, they love the way you say my name. Steve? Uh, Steve. Uh, Steve. Steve, Steve, Steve. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. Your <laughs> accent kills me. That's why. That's what started the bromance right there, baby. <laughs> that's what started the bromance. It comes to me in the shower sometimes. I'll be lathering up, and I just hear, Estee? Steve, Steve. No, just it's like, oh, I it's
2: love to it. it's that, Stephen. that's so too do you, much information though. too I much say, information I, I
3: think it's a cold shower
2: <laughs> oh my god
0: <laughs> okay so
3: speaking of cold showers actually <laughs> uh, i do take cold, uh, fun fact i do take cold showers daily even when we are when we have minus 40 temperature outside because it helps regulate your parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system. So cold showers actually are, are a good
0: thing. That's good advice. I'm still not going to do it because I hate showers, <laughs> period. But
3: it's great. I'm just not going to do it, but great. Yeah.
0: I might need one after seeing my new Barbie doll that uh, Adrian set up for me, my Daisy Duke Barbie doll. I might need a cold shower after that.
3: <laughs> yeah, she's pretty.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. If I needed a kidney, would you give one to me?
2: Mm.
3: serious question serious answer well let's uh, no. are we are we assuming are we assuming that i'm am am I'm, I'm compatible with your blood type and with everything else
0: oh i don't care
3: okay obviously well you're you're a good, uh, you're a great friend you're a, you're a good guy and and i love you and so of course i'm gonna say hell no there's no way <laughs> to be,
2: he told you he I thinks about you in that. the shower doesn't that <laughs> count for anything mind?
0: keeping your kidneys, keeping your kidneys. (laughs) (laughs) I know you don't want my liver if that's what you need. So we'll move on from there.
2: Nobody Uh, wants that liver. No.
0: Okay. We're going to turn to some serious topics for a little bit and we'll have some more games later, but uh, we talked last week, um, Chappy, and you brought up a topic you wanted to talk about. And I think it's very important. And I know this has been on your, this has been on your mind for months because I've heard you mention this before this past week so this is something that you think about often and I think you have a lot of great things to say but before we do that to get to the serious stuff we're going to go to the vestibular orders and uh talk about our vestibular orders and how it affects us what first of all what's your favorite thing about having a vestibular disorder
3: (laughs) gave me a different perspective in life it's uh it's um it gives you a new input on how you used to see yourself and how you think life should have been. And it centers you in a way, even though we're completely out of whack and balance, it centers you in a new path that is much better for us.
0: Awesome. So it's a self-exploration type of thing, huh?
3: It is, it is, it, is, it truly is.
0: Okay, the thing you wanted to talk about, um, which I find super interesting because I- have Hold up. I'm holding up. Stop, Steve. Steve. Let <laughs> it roll. Just let it go. Nancy. Let it let go. It roll of
3: the tongue. I just got, you know, like, the, I have this little special guest that keeps, like, nipping at me right now.
0: Yeah, let's see your dog. Bring him.
3: So there he oh, is. Sir, Sir Duke. Hey, Sir Duke. There Sir you are. You're part of the show now.
0: Sir Duke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's thank Thanks for the introduction to your dog. Yep. Mine's over there cowering in the corner because I just took it to get a rabies shot and he's put a thermometer up his butt and he's hating me ever since. So <laughs> he's looking at me like, if we do that again, I didn't. I know, it, I know how it, that feels.
3: I had to take my dad for an exam and they did the same to him. So he's, yeah. he's not talking to me right now.
0: That's no fun. <laughs> okay. You wanted to talk about medication stigma and also yes. realistic expectations. So uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to let you I'm just going to hand you the ball and let you go because I think that you've been thinking about this a lot. So tell us a little bit about what's been on your mind.
3: Well, most of us um including me at, at one point in my life, sometimes we see medication when we have to take medication as if we're failing our body. Often we think, hey, you know what? Like God created us perfect, so we should we should be able to heal with our own means. Mm-hmm. So often um so at the beginning I was very hesitant towards medication because there was a lot of misinformation out there that people are like, no, you have these horrible side effects. Uh, The medication is going to make you addictive. You will never be able to come off the medication. So I was very afraid at the beginning of taking medication. My specific condition since it's triggered by migraines and by outside factors like weather changes, stress, uh, certain foods, you, you can control it with the aid of medication. When I started, find, when I finally made that leap of, of, of faith of taking medication, a lot of people were like, "Oh, you, you, you like you're doing that. You're gonna fail. You're gonna have all these side effects." So I still pray to God and said, "Hey, God, if this is the right path, just please guide me on it." I've been on medication for two and a half years, and it's changed my life drastically for the better. I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen in the future. I don't know if the medication will still help, but as of right now, it helps me. But I know that there is a big stigma about it out there in the world. The reason why I say this is because I get approached by a lot of people online that see my show or that see mm-hmm. my Instagram pages. And they come to me and they're like, hey, we, we see you like you're driving cars, you're flying, you're you're doing this skydiving things. Like, don't you have a vestibular condition? I'm like, I do. But thankfully, to the glory of God and also the help of uh, supplements, a diet, exercises and medication. I am able to to live a somewhat normal life. As soon as I say the word medication, these people, nine out of 10 are like, oh, no, I'm done. I don't want it. Bye. I I, I don't need your advice. And I'm like, but but if if you want to be as, quote unquote, healthy as I am right now, the medication is a way to help you. But people shut down. They're like, no, no medication for me. I don't want it. Don't even say that word. I I don't want to talk to you anymore. So I was wondering, like, how do you guys feel about this topic? Like, especially Adriana and Steve that have conditions that not necessarily are treated by medication, but how do you guys, how will you feel if a doctor comes up and tells you, hey, there is this medication that may improve your quality of life and reduce the symptoms? What do you think?
0: Go ahead, Adrian.
1: I love my medication. I couldn't function without it, especially with the vestibular migraine and um, constant BPPV, mm-hmm. it's, it, it can last for days, it can last for weeks, um, but uh, I don't know what your medications are. I, uh, Effexor and the new Nertech OTD, mm-hmm. magnesium, vitamin D, B12, yes. B3. B2. If, I, if I did not take all of these, which I hate every day, you know, everybody's got their little pill vial. I could not function, period.
0: Mm-hmm. Agreed. Period. It's the only reason we're all three sitting upright right now is probably because of our medications.
3: Yeah, and, uh, and I don't know how Dave feels being like, since Dave is no, is no suffering from a chronic illness, but do you feel, Dave, that when people hear there were medication, especially medications like a or nortriptyline, that is one that I take that are quote-unquote antidepressants, People often feel like, "Oh, I, I, I'm not depressed. I don't need that." What do you think, Dave? Is the reason why people are so defensive about this about this war medication?
2: Uh, that is a good question. Um, I don't know. I know for me, it's like I, I'm I'm even hesitant to take aspirin at all. I think um, I, I actually never really took aspirin at all, even for a headache. For, for many, many years. And then I, I, you know, I don't know, I got a bad cold once or something, and I took some cold medicine, and I was able to sleep all night. And I was like, Oh, my God, that was awesome. <laughs> but I'm more prone to just kind of suffering it out. And I think one thing that people think, or at least, you know, it's, it's, it's dumb and unfounded, but it's definitely like, in the back of my mind, it's like, I, I don't want like you, I mean I I suppose it's kind of like you don't want side effects but it's also like I don't want anything that might like alter my body in a negative way Mm -hmm. because you know a lot of medications obviously do have different effects than just what it's supposed to do for you and that's part of medical science trying to figure it out right um yes
0: yeah for me it's it's I just love my medication because I wouldn't be able to be upright without it. And the thing I tell people when they're like, well, why do you take diazepam, which is Valium? That's a, an opiate, you know, you know, why, you know, why do you need triamintrin, which is a, which is a water pill. It's a diuretic. I take those every day. I also take uh, supplements. I take vitamin D three. I take turmeric pills. I mm-hmm. take a, a little garlic pill. I take like all these little things that are supposed to help me, but. You know, I, I realize that there are downsides because it is probably hard on my liver. And as much as I punish my liver to begin with throwing, you know, especially trimentrin and, and volume on top of my liver every day is probably not the healthiest thing. But what I tell people is, you know, come to me after two years when you can't get out of bed and you have three or four major 12 hour vertigo attacks a week for yeah. two years and tell me you wouldn't cut your right leg off if it would help you do it, feel better. And so you get to a point out of desperation where I got to a point where I'm like, I don't care, doc, I'll try whatever you throw at me, you know, I'll eat dog poop. If you tell me it's going to help me not be dizzy, you know, just tell me what to do. And you get desperate and then you go on a, a route, you go down this road of figuring out what works and what doesn't. So have, did it take both you guys a little while to figure out what worked and what didn't? Because I was on three or four meds. It just made me worse and yep. I had to keep going back. So it was it was a game of hit and miss trial and error. For, trial and error for a couple of years till I found out what doses I needed, how often yes. I take it and stuff like that. But once I dialed that in, I wouldn't change that for the world.
1: No, so
3: I agree. Did you I agree.
0: guys have to battle through the trial and error also?
1: Yeah. Yes, yes sir. Yes sir. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, it was nortriptyline, amitriptyline and then finally effexor for me along with the supplements and not even a month ago is when he added the new Nurtec OTD that's been out. Is
0: that a box? Yeah, that of one, one I've it.
1: seen. I've seen a lot of TV commercials
3: about that one. Like that, that seems to be like really promising. So I, yeah, yeah. A-
1: along with the effect, sore no replacement, okay. just added to it. Yeah. So far, so good.
0: And it looks good. like a box of condoms to me. I not I <laughs> mm. yeah. don't know. Right. Right. she's loving it. I'm But but
1: but while I am speaking. This is a photo of Steve taking care of his liver. Yeah, oh, he's <laughs>
3: healthy. He's drinking tomato juice. He's healthy. That's
2: all. For, that
0: the, for the listeners juice.
2: on the podcast, we have to describe that is Steve with a gigantic bloody Mary in front of him at a restaurant in Vale last week. With blue drinking tomato juice. Juice.
0: With a blue, blue moon beer shooter on the side. You yeah, there's go, definitely
2: go. no alcohol in that.
0: Not at all. Not at all. I- <laughs> Okay, realistic expectations, Chappie. Speak on that for a minute. Like, what's our, what's your thoughts on that?
2: It sure, but
3: that me. needs an introduction song, so no better than this one. I'm
0: not hearing it.
1: You need an introduction song from us? The Mission Impossible song.
0: Oh, you got to get it close <laughs> to your mic. <laughs> bum,
2: bum, ba, na, bum, bum, ba, That's the one!
1: <laughs>
0: All
3: right. So um, realistic expectations. All right. Well, most of us wish at some point that we could go back to our lives prior to these conditions appearing into our lives. Most of us want, want, want to work, want to have a happy family life, want to travel, want to be functional. Most of us sometimes dream of living a normal life, but we need to have realistic expectations that first of all, even if we might have similar conditions, like Adriana and I have vestibular migraines, and she shares many years' disease with Steve, that doesn't mean that because we share similar conditions, the intensity of the symptoms is the same. Uh, Maybe Steve's vertigo attacks are way stronger than Adriana's, and Adriana's uh, vestibular migraine symptoms or triple PD is is heavier or more intense than mine. So people need to have realistic expectations that whatever you have you need to live it day by day and be patient with it people often tell me well how long until i feel better and i said i, I, I don't know it really depends on your specific body on on whatever aids you're doing like supplements with like magnesium coq10 uh vitamin d if you're on medication what kind of medication and also the environment around you i live by the mountains so and and so so that's steve so the weather changes quickly. It could mm-hmm. be sunny and plus 25 degrees right now, and then suddenly it goes to raining and plus three. So that alters the, bottom, the changes in barometric pressure alters our systems. Mm-hmm. So it, it really depends on where people live and what they are expecting to accomplish. Often, we put these unrealistic expectations on ourselves because we feel like mm-hmm. hey, I should be able to work an eight-hour job. I should be able to uh, to be out there with my family playing soccer or playing volleyball. I should be able to part- partake into all of these activities. But don't feel guilty if you can't. It's, it's, we, it's not that we can because we don't want to. We can because we got to allow our body and our mind to heal and take the specific time and process that needs to go through in order for us to start participating. For a year and a half out of the last three years, I was in my bedroom on mm-hmm. the floor, crying every day, yep. contemplating that I didn't want to live anymore. Yep. Now I live my life to the fullest. I, I travel, I do all these activities, I, I go hiking, I do rock climbing, I do all these other things. So I tell people, you will eventually get there, but don't compare yourself to me. Give yourself your mm-hmm. time because this is your journey. This is not a chappy journey, this is not the very good journey, this is not the many years worldwide journey, this is your own individual journey. Mm-hmm. And yes, we are out there as quote-unquote role models to show you hope, but we're not there to tell you this is the guideline and you will be like this 100%. So that's that's what I wanted to tell you guys about realistic expectations.
0: Yeah, last week on the show, I think it was last week, we actually talked about um, that we're not healthier. I still live a symptomatic day every day. But I've yes. learned to manage it to, what was the word we were talking about? You know, you learn to live above your symptoms. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, I'm still dizzy. I'm dizzy right now. I'm, I woke up this morning and couldn't get out of bed for 20 minutes because I, I just couldn't stand up yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I still go through that. My symptoms still get me one way or another every day. Yes. But, but lowering my expectations some and realizing, okay, if it takes me 20 minutes to get out of bed then that's going to take me 20 minutes to get out of bed. That's my expectation. I'm just yeah, going to do what yeah. I can do. Now the the thing that I wanted to ask Adrian and you about with that is 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 so for me the longest time and it still does that plagues me with guilt as far yes. as my family goes, I can't work, you know, I can't go to a job and my friends see me laying around all the time doing nothing but managing my symptoms and so You know, I still fight guilt. I think that's probably my biggest battle and it has been for a while. And it it might always be, I don't know. But, you know, lowering your expectations and living the way you can, do you guys still deal with guilt?
1: How little you going to go first? Oh, sometimes I have to say, um, in all respects, I'm fortunate to have a husband with a great job who did allow me to retire early uh, when all this started uh, almost eight years ago. And uh, it took a couple of years to find things to make it work. During that time, I felt very guilty. And when I do have a VM attack or my BPV is off the chain, I normally keep my daughter, granddaughter every weekend. And she counts on coming over and there'd be times where I would call my son or my daughter-in-law and have to say, I just can't. And she'd be on the phone, but Gigi, you know, I want to spend the night and it's like, well, Gigi's sick, you know, yeah. and um, she, I try to tell her what a vestibular disorder is. It's just say, my Gigi has a vestibular disorder. So <laughs> she, she doesn't really know, but um, managing my symptoms has gotten a lot easier the past few years uh, if I have a stressful situation or like Steve and I had talked before, we all have a regiment. when that regiment gets thrown off and something gets thrown into that schedule, which you don't count on. I'll be popping those like, you know, okay, give me a minute. I've I've got to get my shit straight. Um, so yes and no on the guilt. Yes. Before not so much now. Manageable. Yeah, um, is this show PG thirteen or can I say
2: can nope, I say let it, nope.
0: let, let it fly, let Chappie.
3: it fly, all, all illnesses, all sicknesses suck, but yeah. vestibular conditions are a mother effort. Like I, I, yeah. I, there is no way around it. Like a vestibular condition really sucks all the way. Yeah, we, we I still feel guilty as well, like Stephen and Adrian said, but I think a lot of that, the guilt comes from us or from people that don't really love us.
0: Yeah,
3: I used to have friends that when I was in my lowest point, really sick, really dizzy, they'd be like, oh, you just don't wanna come out because you're just lazy. Yeah. Oh, you don't wanna participate in this because you're just boring now. And I would feel really guilty and I would, that would hurt my feelings until eventually I'm like, why am I hearing all this negativity from these kind of people? But the people that truly love me, like my wife and my son, don't tell me those kind of hurtful things. They, they mm-hmm. tell me, dad, you'll be okay. Or, or, or you know, my love, everything's going to be fine. You, you're a fighter. You're a warrior of God. God, God has your back. Like mm-hmm. positive encouragement. So I realized that the haters will always be there. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure that, for example, Steve's journey with the, with the bicycle rides, which are an amazing feature. Like, like no everyone can do that. Not only healthy people can do that, but let alone someone that is suffering from a, from a chronic illness doing that. And I'm sure that Steve has heard or maybe has gotten comments of people like, well, he must not be that sick if he's able to be on a bicycle riding yeah. it. He he must be pretending or, or he's faking it or or he's looking for pity and attention. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to that because you know that even though you're you're dizzy, you you wanna quit and you wanna you wanna just you'd rather be on your couch watching TV than being on a bicycle exposed to the elements out there in the environment, you are doing it because number one, you're doing it for you and your family. Number two, you're doing it for a whole community out there that believes in you and supports you. So the guilt that we feel is often by these negative voices that are, whether they live with, inside of our heads or from out like external people, is mostly us putting it there. So believe in you and hear the voice of the people that truly love you and the people that truly support you.
0: Yeah. My guilt's definitely self-inflicted. It's self-inflicted and, and, you know, but I battle that and I've had, you know, we all went through the same shit, lost friends, you know, or, or even if they didn't say it, you know, when I say no, I can't go out and have dinner tonight because I just, I'm not feeling up to it. You know, to them, they hear, oh, he's weak and he's just not feeling up to it. I can't tell them that I feel like I'm dying. Yeah. yeah, They they can't wrap their head around that. You know, they just can't wrap their head around the fact that, that like you said, you know, there's a lot of people out there and I've always said this and I say it in my book, I'm not in a competition with other diseases. Who's got it worse? Who's got, who's the sickest? Who's in the most pain? All I know is that my life is fucking tough.
3: Yeah.
0: That's what I do know. I know that my condition is very, very difficult to live with day in and day out. And for however long that's going to be. I like go meet the good Lord and he can give me my hearing back, you know, I mean, yeah. that's what I look forward to, but, but yeah, I, it's the guilt. I think it's self-inflicted and I think a lot of other things are self-inflicted shame, you know, um, inadequacy, self-esteem. I could go on and on and on, but the emotional stuff that the, the this disease does to me is I think now worse than a physical at first, the physical was the worst. I didn't know what was going on. Yes. So once I figured out how to manage the physical stuff where I can live dizzy and I can live nauseous, then that's when the emotional stuff started hitting me even more and more. So then you have to re-grieve that process also.
3: Yeah, no, 100% right.
0: What meds are you on, um, Chappie? You never said.
3: I take something called flunaracin, which is to uh, decrease the intensity of the migraines and in antide- an antidepressant called nortriptyline, which also... Because of the serotonin effect that it has in your brain, it -hmm. also decreases the intensity of the migraines, and it kind of like minimizes a little bit the stimulation that you get into your vestibular system, like the input that you get, so it allows you to be less busy. As, As Steve mentioned, I'm busy every day. I'm busy here. I'm busy when I'm outside. I'm busy when I'm dancing with my wife. I'm busy when I'm going for a walk with my dogs. However, I am able to function, and I am able to live a more normal life.
0: And what's really funny is that when you say I'm dizzy, Adrian and I know exactly what you're talking about. But Dave has to try to wrap his head around it and kind of big, like paint a picture to himself what that Right, might to relate be. to it, yes. To relate to it. And Dave's very good at putting himself in my shoes because he's been doing it for years now. But it's funny because when I tell people I'm I live dizzy every day, you know, they just can't, I can't help them understand how freaking horrible it is.
3: Oh, it's, you just yeah, can't it's,
0: see, I mean, there's no way I can put my head inside their head and I wanna, be like, this is how I feel.
2: I want to kick in there because uh, when Chappie was talking about that, I, that's what I want to ask you, Chappie, is like, can you give it your best shot to describe what what's the dizziness like and what does it make you do to, you know, you probably have to compensate somehow if you're feeling like you're falling over, do you compensate? Is it all in your kind of in your head or does it make your whole body kind of like you're swimming? And what is it?
3: That's another question, Dave. And Uh the dizziness evolves like it changes. Mm -hmm. It's never a a one type of dizziness. It's it's very trippy. So for for somebody that has done drugs in the past, they might understand what, what the sensation feels like. But for example, at the beginning, I will feel like the whole world was tilted. So I, I would sit in a chair and I feel like I'm going to the side and I, and I grab to the chair and I'm yeah. like, holy shit. My wife's like, what? I'm like, I, I'm i falling. It's like, you're not, you, you're sitting straight. And <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm falling. When I was laying on my bed, it felt like if the bed was absorbing me, like, like the bed wasn't yeah. solid. So it feels like you're sinking in, into the bed. Um, other times it feels like you're not a trampoline. Like when you're walking, it feels like you're, you're, you're bouncing up and down. So it's very trippy, very trippy sensations that unless you're, on drugs, you wouldn't be able to truly understand what the hell we're talking about when we say we're dizzy. Yeah. At times, is the, the the spinning vertigo that Adrian and Steve experienced. That is when you feel whether that you're spinning or that the room is spinning. Mm-hmm. So that that's the most scary one for me because really? in that one you completely lose all control of, of everything. Like you 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 hang on to everything. You try to sit mm-hmm. down. You try to lay back because everything is moving rapidly. That one I really don't like the sensation. The one when you feel like you're tilting or sinking into the floor, or the one where you feel like you're floating. Uh, those ones I can kind of, I'm kind of used to them a bit now. Yeah, so, yeah. so I, I, I'm like, ah, yeah, if I feel them, that's okay. But when the room starts to spin, like that one throws me off
0: completely. Yeah, and that's when my eyes start tracking, weird, yes. and that makes me even dizzier because I can't control that. Because because you try to focus on something
3: and your eyes keep, keep, yeah, yeah. And And start
1: trailing like you're tripping that fibular ocular function. That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: Yeah, so it's a a very different sensation.
0: Well, thanks for sharing all that, Chappie. Those are two, those are a lot of good topics we covered. Um, Adrian's got a game for you and it's called Say It Sultry. And I don't know if you've heard <laughs> of this yet, but no. she's going to explain the rules to you and you just roll along with it.
1: Okay. Okay. So.
0: Say it sultry is the name yes, of the Yes,
1: we have the game called Say It Sultry Idilio Sensual. Oh. Idilio <laughs> Sensual. So, what you're going to do is, I'm going to say a saying in English. And then, in your most sensual voice, you will repeat the saying in English e español. Okay. Okay, producto uno. You are so pretty. Okay.
0: Say it so, sexy. Say it sexy. I will.
1: I will. So, Steve, look That's into
3: my hard. eyes. <laughs> look into my eyes, Steve, because this is for you. <laughs> okay. Here you? I come. You oh, are, God. you are so pretty. Oh and
2: my now,
3: goodness! And now, and now, even better in Espanol, Steve, si, tú eres muy hermoso.
0: Oh, now, t- time for a cold shower. I'll be oh, back. My okay. God.
1: <laughs> okay, perfecto. Uh, pregunta dos. My love, come to me. <laughs> yeah, I-, I was gonna throw that
3: one today but i don't even want to tell him to come to me now i going to say it to adriana
2: okay <laughs> i can say this i can say this for uh i'm deadly serious and honest chappy i've never thought about you in the shower ever well not, not i don't mean i don't mean that i don't mean that not to be a compliment or whatnot because you know whatever i'm sure your wife is perfectly happy with you and and that's fine i wish no, i could say no. the same Time to start, Dave. Time to start putting <laughs> that mental picture in there. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> it's
0: like, no. Look in the camera, Dave.
2: Oh, why? No, it didn't get passed to me, did it? No, it's going to pass to Adriana. My love, oh. come to me.
3: Oh. Oh. Mi amor, oh. ven a mi.
1: Mi amor, ven a mi. Perfecto. Okay. okay. Got one, you got okay. one more? Tres. You make me sweat.
2: Oh, I thought you were gonna say you make me sick.
1: <laughs> no, that's Steve who makes me sick. <laughs>
2: okay. yeah. And you definitely think about that in the shower.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. In your most voice, you make me sweat.
2: You can Dave, talk to
3: me. When <laughs> I see you in those tighty whities, oh. you make me sweat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do not trill your R's at me, buddy do not <laughs> <laughs> oh you did
1: great i'll tell you what out of everybody he's done the best at to say it's sultry
0: come on i do a good Perfecto.
1: job gracias
2: hey, all right all right all right
0: okay adrian just for fun give me a it's sultry so i can say it to johan i'll show you how sexy i can be Very oh funny. my
2: god <laughs> this is becoming a totally different kind of podcast real quick
1: um uh johan this started Uh, because my anniversary was a few weeks ago and I just thought it would be funny. And I surprised the guys and said, okay, I want you to say to me in your most sultry voice. And I gave them three sayings to say. Now, of course, Dave would never say them.
0: He just bagged (laughs) out, (laughs) tapped out.
1: Scared as a whatever.
2: Oh, come on
1: now. (laughs) Well, you didn't. Okay. Well. So anyway, so but Steve's quite good at it
0: uh get ready ready.
1: for you you're gonna say baby you want some of this
0: oh okay i can't say it in spanish though baby you want some of this (laughs) i think he's looking (laughs) at his dog when he's saying that. (laughs) (laughs) what a thermometer up the butt is that is that (laughs) what i'm asking because that's what my dog got this morning so.
2: rooster will not be with you in the shower later
0: he's over there looking at me still scared he's just like stay away from me dad. Uh... <laughs> don't come any closer don't come any closer he thinks this he sees my pen i'm holding to write my notes and he's just like that's a thermometer i know it <laughs> to jam it up my ass
3: well funny <laughs> okay. funny anecdote i so i took my dad uh two years ago to uh he, he was feeling like COVID symptoms so I took him to the hospital, and they were doing that nose swap thing, that all the way yeah, almost yeah. to your brain. So my, my dad is someone that is very—he uh, he is nervous about anything that has to do with medical stuff. So he's like, "Like, son, please come with me." And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." So I take him there. So the doctor starts showing the Q-tip my dad's <laughs> nose, and he starts jumping like a fish out of water. And the doctor is like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not even up there yet. I'm like, right here. And my dad is like, please, please. So they call like four doctors to, to grab my dad's arms, his legs, and he's crying. The doctor is finally trying to shove the Q-tip up there. So he finishes, and, and the doctor is like, okay. And my dad is like, oh, I'll never do that again. And the doctor is like, okay, turn around, because now I got to check your prostate. Oh. The doctor has massive fingers. I don't know what the hell but he has got jumping. And my dad is like, why? Why are you checking my prostate? And the doctor is like, Well, I check your COVID. Now I got to check your prostate. So now my dad is my dad wants me to never ever go to a doctor's appointment with him. Because like he's like, it was you. It was you who told the doctor to do that. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have that kind of authority. And so yeah, like I have that I have kind
0: like authority. authority.
3: Quite the adventure with my dad.
0: That when you're telling that story about him having such a hard time with just that little thing up his nose, my first thought was I'd hate to see him have to go through a colonoscopy. He'd probably pass out. Oh <laughs>
3: yeah, he, he wouldn't handle it. He
1: wouldn't be able to handle it. He hasn't so, had colonoscopy yet.
3: No, I've
0: he has had, not. I, and I, I I haven't had one yet. I'm gonna mm. call his
1: doctor
0: and suggest it. <laughs> <laughs> don't call my doctor. I don't want any part of that. All yeah, right, Dave.
1: So
0: fun. Okay. All right, Dave, you got a game for Chappie, don't you? Oh Dave? yeah.
2: What all, is right. It? It. all right, we got a couple games here. First, um, this one can involve all three of you. Um, I'll try to keep score as best I can, maybe.
0: But, Chabby, but we're scores. going to do Oh Canada,
2: Canada, true or false. Okay. Um, that's going to be the first game.
0: Oh Canada, are you ready? true or
2: false? Oh Canada, true or false? Statements that are true or false.
0: You're gonna Santa have to Claus is official hey, ad. Hey. You're gonna to have to tell one of us to answer one at a time because okay, we're gonna trip on each other if you don't.
2: We're gonna do Chappie first, uh, and then we'll give Adrian a shot. Steve will be last. Okay. Ready? Yep. I'll try to try to keep a score. All right. Santa Claus's official address is in Canada. Is that true or false? False. 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 It is actually true. No points all right what no he's he's...
3: i thought he lived in the north pole
2: (laughs) the north pole is considered part of canada believe it or not according to santa claus lore yeah that's true okay question number two canada has less gravity than anywhere else in the world
3: true
2: i'm gonna say true true sorry adrian all right everybody gets a point
1: Hey, hey, yeah,
2: so boy, yeah. around <laughs> the hudson Whippy, bay area <laughs> around the hudson bay area a glacier compacted the rock more than any place else on earth and so there's less mass less gravity all right nice. weird nice. fun fact Not okay really. number whatever we're on Cows cannot produce milk in some northernmost Canadian territories. True or false?
1: True.
2: True. False. Steve gets a point that is oh. false.
1: <laughs>
0: because I've milked some cows up in northern Canada. I know that's right. Milk. All right.
2: <clears throat> Here's one from your hockey days. Canada produces the most hockey players.
3: False. Say
2: professionally. Pass. Pass. <laughs> What'd you say, Chappie? False. Steve? False. No points. That's actually true. Whoa. Actually, more NHL players come from Ontario in particular than the whole United States. Wow. wow. There you go. There's something a, to be proud of, chaps. Thought that was a trick question. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Canada produces more cheese than any other country in the world.
3: Cheese? No, false.
2: False. False. Okay, everybody gets a point. That is
0: false. They they might cut the most cheese up in Canada, but they don't make the most.
2: (laughs) Okay, so here's the deal. Steve wins the game with three points. That's great.
0: Should I stand up for this? Okay. Can. Oh, Canada, my home and... that, That's
3: the best. That's the best anthem in the planet, for
0: sure. <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs>
3: okay, okay, I got a game for you guys. You gotta make an animal noise, and I'm gonna give you the animal. Let's start. <laughs> let's start with Dave. Dave, okay. a horny Canadian moose.
2: What's the game? I have to make that. The noise
3: that this specific animal will make. So you're going to make the the noise of a horny Canadian moose.
2: Okay. Here it goes. You ready?
3: Go. (laughs) That was that. That sounded like you. That that? was it. (laughs) No, but you're going to make it with your mouth. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. Zero point for Dave. Adriana. (laughs) You're gonna make the noise of an
1: angry chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of a rooster.
2: <laughs> that is a chicken. Make it that angry. That's a chicken. Evening.
1: Okay, go. Go for it.
2: Okay. Uh, 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 oh my goodness! <laughs> that
3: sounds like that sounds like a Steve's dog, and then you had the vet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to
2: how <laughs> much my commission do you want to pay? How <laughs> do you commission?
0: Hey, All right, give me mine. Oh, my Steve,
2: goodness.
3: You're going to make the noise of an in love pig.
0: An in love pig? Yes. Oink, oink,
1: oink.
2: Oh, my goodness.
1: <laughs> you win.
2: You win. I love you. Oink. Oink. Okay. okay you crazies okay one more game this is for champion specific are you ready chap this is speed round are you ready go for it okay well i'm gonna give you my horse
0: in a speed mode yeah there you go (laughs) i'm gonna
2: give you let's say let's say 20 names of famous people you're gonna tell me if they're canadian or not as in born and somewhat (laughs) raised okay This is for Canada, buddy. So, you know, you got some Canada pride going. Your whole country is counting on you because they're all going to listen to this later. Shit. Are you ready? Got to say if they're Canadian or not. Winona Ryder. Yes, Canadian. She is not. Tom Hanks. Who's next? Tom Hanks. No. Okay, you got that. He is not. Jonah Hill. Yes. He is not. Okay. He's Sacagawea. Not. Who's that? No. <laughs> That's sac- not an sac- acceptable sac- answer.
3: Sacagawea? What? what do you call me? <laughs> Saca- <who? laughs>
2: <A> sac- Sacagawea. <laughs> okay. She was an Indian. Um, well, you can't see. she was a Native American. Okay. Okay. Hey. No points. Michael J. Fox. No. No. Oh, Steve's going to kick your butt. Michael J. Fox, definitely Canadian. Celine Dion. Yes. Awful. Good. Celine Dion, you got a point. Gordon Lightfoot. No. Uh he is. No points. <laughs> Seth Rogan. Yes. Good. Okay, he is. Tecumseh. I don't know what that is, but yes. <laughs> Well, you don't know your Native Americans, but you do know that Tecumseh is Canadian. Good job. All there right. you go. Charlize Theron. Ooh. I think she is not. oing, oing. <laughs> Good call. She is South African. All right. William Shatner. Yes. True. He is Canadian. Jim Carrey. Yes. Oh, I'm throwing you softballs now. This isn't even fun. Lewis and Clark.
3: Mm, Lewis and Clark, no. Good, they're not. Throw me Ryan Reynolds, okay.
2: me Nicholas Ryan. Cage. Me
3: Ryan Reynolds.
2: <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Nicolas got Cain. a few more.
3: Definitely not.
2: <laughs> good, good call. Theodore Roosevelt, no. Good call, because a president of the United States cannot be born somewhere else other than America. How about Ellen no. DeGeneres? No good call she's the think from new orleans but don't quote me on that how about neil young mm, sure you're right but i could tell you were guessing with the eye roll all right last <laughs> one everybody everybody gets to chime in on this one all right alexander graham bell no 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 you guys are all wrong he is canadian oh all right good game good job chaps how many to count up your total out of 20 you got you got 12 out of 20 i think that's pretty respectable you got more than half no but but. yeah Yeah. you deserve O canada somebody will sing that for you
0: chappy before we wrap up where can people find you on social media give us a whole rundown so anybody that watches this that wants to check out your shows can
3: All right. So everybody can find me on YouTube. The channel is called Find Your Chappiness. The specific show up of vestibular talks is called Vestibular Talks. And you can also find me on Instagram at Find Your Chappiness.
0: Okay. And if Um, you want to
3: go ahead, and you can find
1: me in, uh,
3: in a Steve's mind in the shower time. So, yes.
0: <laughs> Everyone's welcome to that party.
1: <laughs> um, well, I'm going to stay away from that party and just let y'all have your bromance. However, Chappie, I will email you. And just so that I can mail you this picture because I really want you to have it. And that way you can at least, you know, picture Steve.
2: <laughs> oh, my.
1: Whenever you need to.
2: All right. For listeners at home, that is a picture of me, Adrian, and Steve at our golf fundraiser in April by the Find the Chappiness golf hole sponsor sign. Thank you very much for that, chaps.
1: I really enjoyed this. I think it, I'm going to say this is one of the best shows ever
2: on I,
0: podcasts ever.
2: yeah Yeah. history of podcasting except for all of chappiness's shows for happy find your chappiness of course
1: i meant for our show okay i so enjoyed this and i hope steve will consider having you back
3: so Uh, i
0: know we have will talk about it we have you guys
3: have um you guys have more than a friend here in me in canada so you're welcome to come visit anytime and i do hope we do the edition of canadian on the vertical for the for the bicycle ride whether it is to, to like Western Canada or Eastern Canada, I hope that happens sometime in the future.
0: We will try to make that happen. And we want to thank everybody out there for listening this long. And we love you. And we're going to leave with a little Shakira. And we're going to dance ourselves out of here. So give it up for Shakira. Thank you, Chappie. I love you, my brother. Dukes,
1: goodbye.
2: All right. <laughs> the dog is dancing. <laughs> Daisy Dukes Barbie is dancing in Adrian's hands, and Steve's point, just point, dancing point. with his dog. Peace <laughs> <laughs> out, everybody. Peace out, everybody. Are you choppy,
3: you Japanese?